Hey, hey, and welcome back to the Lift Your Life podcast and happy 1st of December. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Like I've mentioned on many a podcast episode, I'm such a Christmas elf. I'm so excited. I love Christmas. I just cannot wait for all the festivities and the celebrations and I just love everything about it. So I hope you've been cracking open your advent calendars and I hope you've got your Christmas trees up. Mentioned it last week, but I hope you've got them up this week. But in today's episode, I'm going to be discussing something which I think is going to be really useful for pretty much everyone and it is moving away from tracking because I'm pretty sure most of you who listen to this do fitness, I'm guessing, and it's probably why you found me. If you come across this randomly, then hey, but I'm sure many of you do track your food as part of your health and fitness goals, as part of your regime, it's what you do. Now, I'm pretty sure there'll be a lot of you listening to this who don't really want to track for that much longer, you're happy to do it to, you know, get the job done, but you don't want to be doing it for much longer, realistically. There may be some of you who are at a point where they're just like, I don't want to track at all anymore. And there may be some of you who are very happy to track, like myself, I'm really, really happy to track right now because it's good for me and my goals, but I'm going to guess there's going to be a point in the future when I don't want to do bodybuilding anymore, where maybe I've got a family or I just want to live my best life and don't want to track. And I want to basically in this podcast talk to you about how you can take a step away from tracking but how you can do it in a way that ensures that you don't just go back to where you were or gain loads of weight because I'm sure that is a fear for a lot of people is letting go of tracking out of fear of just regaining all the weight they've lost because they've been tracking and they've managed to stay in good shape and good nick and then the fear is well if I stop tracking am I just going to regain everything so I want to teach you in this podcast how you can take that step back and away and also stay in good shape. So sit back, relax, get your notepads out if you want, and let's talk about it. So these are all strategies as well that I personally implement with my clientele and what I personally think is going to be the best approach. So just know that this is kind of my opinion and my approach. It's not the only way you can do it, but I think it's the best way in terms of actually being able to to stay in good shape and not just regain loads of weight. Because in theory, you could just stop tracking, but I think there's a lot of benefit to doing it this way obviously, because it's my way. My way is the best way. No, I'm joking. But anyway, the first point of call is I would start when you are at a point of maintenance and when you're at a body composition where you are lean enough and that you are happy in. Now, the reason that I wouldn't just necessarily stop tracking when you are of a a higher body fat is that you're probably going to find it hard to lose weight without tracking. It can be done, don't get me wrong, if you do things like portion control and following guidelines, of course you can lose weight without tracking. But I just think that tracking is the most efficient way to get body fat off because you know that you're eating to your body's caloric needs, it's quick, it's efficient. And the benefit of tracking as well is that it does teach you a lot about what's actually in food, portion control, there are benefits to tracking. So I would never realistically, unless someone from the get-go was like, I just, I don't want to track, I can't track. I would get someone off tracking when they are at a point where they are out of a lean-ish body composition or a body composition that they are happy to maintain. That is my first part of call. And before I would get someone to just stop tracking, I would want to ensure a fair few things are in place in terms of their day-to-day nutrition. So here is what I would suggest you have in place with your day-to-day nutrition before you just stop tracking. The first thing is having some sort of meal structure and meal timing. 
if you don't have any sort of structure to your day, now I'm not saying for a second that you have to be like a bodybuilder and be like 10 o'clock, two o'clock, four o'clock, every two hours, blah, 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 anything along those lines. But as long as you're sort of having your three meals a day at roughly this sort of time, maybe a rough snack here and there, just so you've got some sort of structure to your day, you're going to be so much better off than if you're just kind of following a three-for-all approach. You're just having, you're not really eating proper meals, you're just having a snack here and there. Yes, you might be eating enough to your body's needs, but when you then basically let, you know, let go of tracking and it's basically, in effect, it's basically a free-for-all in terms of your food choice. If there's no structure to put that food choice into, you're going to go into a free-for-all, which is, can be quite overwhelming, create a lot of decision fatigue and potentially lead to a lot of binging or overeating because you've just got all this food potential in front of you with no structure or guidelines to follow. And that can be quite overwhelming. So just make sure you've got some sort of structure to your day, roughly similar meal timings of roughly sort of similar kind of meals. Otherwise, you are going to really struggle. Um, so making sure you're eating regularly as well and you aren't just maybe having all of your food towards the end of the day. Again, that's going to come into that sort of free-for-all mentality. So if you had, I don't know, a bit of food in the morning, didn't really eat again till the end of the day, you're more likely to then just overeat on just junk. So making sure you're eating regularly and eating to fullness and that you understand what it's like to eat to fullness and understanding the difference as well between physical hunger and brain hunger. So physical hunger is where you are actually hungry, you feel it in your stomach, you feel the emptiness feeling, and you know when you're physically hungry because anything and everything sounds pretty good. Like someone said, oh, do you want an apple? You're like, "Uh, yes, please, pass me the apple. Whereas if you are brain hungry, that is usually out of boredom or it's just out of stress or what have you. And that's when you're typically craving certain types of foods, more specific types of foods. So chocolate, biscuits, crisps, it's usually junk style of food. So it's understanding what hunger is and understanding when you are actually full as well and how to eat to the point of fullness and what satiety actually feels like, which comes about through just good practice of eating. So having a good understanding of that is important because otherwise if you don't know when you're actually hungry, when you stop tracking, you're more likely to eat out of boredom and stress and what have you. And again, you're more likely to potentially overeat as well if you're not in a regular routine of eating to the point of just pure fullness. And the final point is to have really just generally good habits with food. If you're going to stop tracking, especially if you are going from macro tracking as well to just not tracking, you want to ensure that those habits, those good habits of tracking your protein and making sure that you're eating good amounts of fiber through your carbohydrates and fruit and veg stay. Because ultimately, if you don't want to track forever, that doesn't mean that you want to just stop being healthy, right? So you can still maintain a good physique and be healthy, but you need to ensure that you've got some good solid foundations and good habits. So making sure you're eating protein with every meal or most meals, eating a good amount of fiber, eating your five a day, as basic as it sounds, making sure generally that you've just got structure, regular eating, know how to eat to fullness and good habits with food. So just basically, you know how to eat. And I know that sounds really, really basic and a bit patronizing, but you'd be surprised at how many people, if you actually said to them, do you do all of these things every single day? How many would say yes? And I promise you, if you can have all of these things in place, you're more likely to be able to stop tracking for good and do it successfully whilst maintaining a good body composition. So that's your tick boxes for what you need to have in place before you stop. So if I had a client who was basically doing all of these things, nailing these variables, and they sort of said, I want to stop tracking, or I feel that they're at a point where we could actually maybe move away from tracking. I've actually had a conversation with a client this week and I've just said to her, look, obviously we have one untracked meal a week, but you know, you've been tracking for a good amount of years and you know, you're not in a dieting phase, you're in a building phase right now, you're enjoying your life a bit more. 
why don't we just start to face tracking out a little bit and make it more of something that we do when you are in your dieting phases and she's really really happy about that you know to have a little bit more just relaxation about the whole process so what you need to do is make sure that you've got all the above strategies that we discussed in place and then what I would do is once a week using those guidelines is just have an untracked day now by an untracked day don't get don't mix that up with having an off plan or a cheat day because that is where people go wrong is if you said to a client right have a day where you don't track anything is an excuse to just go and eat everything no stick to the guidelines and stick to kind of what you would usually just eat um on a normal day when you are tracking but just don't track it just have what you want when you want within reason, you know, don't worry about the macros too much, don't worry about the calories too much, but don't stray from the guidelines, because when you just stray from the guidelines and have a free-for-all and order the dominoes and get the stuff in that you wouldn't normally eat and just completely defer from your usual style of eating, that's when you slip up. So what you need to do is just have that one untracked day, see what your weight does, see how you react as well, see if you, when you get that freedom that it becomes, does it become overwhelming and you just want to eat the world, or do you actually find it's okay just to stick to the guidelines and you actually feel okay about it? If you feel okay about it and you don't have like a massive binge or have loads of binge urges and your weight doesn't really move, well, go again next week and see how it goes. And if you have a week or so where you manage it okay, you don't have these massive cravings, you don't feel the need to overeat, your weight doesn't really move, then just implement another day. Next week, go for two days like that and so on and so forth. So you just keep adding days to your week where you don't track anything you stick to the guidelines as above and you just see what your weight does and how you react. And then obviously there'll be a point where you're having more untracked days than tracked. And then you'll get to a point where you eventually get to a point where... I just repeated myself twice there. <laughs> repeat, repeat. I'm falling apart, honestly. It's the cold. I'm blaming the cold. But you'll get to a point... <laughs> I think I've said this like five times now. Where you are basically not tracking at all. And the thing about this is, it's not going to take a week, probably won't take a month. And I know for some people that's quite disheartening, it's like, well, I just want to stop tracking now. And you can, like, I'm not saying you can't, but ask yourself, if you just stop tracking, are you going to be able to do that without potentially gaining loads of weight? Do you have a good enough understanding of food to be able to just stop tracking altogether? Are your habits and routines in place in order to have structure to your days so you can stay on track? Because stopping tracking doesn't mean stopping structure it doesn't mean just eating whatever you want now it means stepping away from being as meticulous still eating well still eating like an adult still eating healthy but just not being as obsessive and you know number driven about it that's what it is and I think there is a misconception I think people think that it's just this well you just stop caring it's not about stopping caring stopping caring is where you gain loads of weight it's just stopping having to actually weigh and measure your food out if that's what serves you so when would you ever go back to tracking? Well, if you start to implement this process and you find that you gain loads of weight really, really quickly to a point where you're uncomfortable, I would then maybe start adding a couple of track days back in, see where you're going wrong. Um, and you, when you do those track days, you stick to how you would normally do it. Don't just super disciplined because you're not going to learn anything, but just actually tracking your day and see, are you actually eating more calories than you think you are? And then you can learn from that. I would then potentially look to implement tracking back in if you are going to go into a diet or cutting phase. So this non-tracking should be just you maintaining your weight pretty much. You know, you're going to have the, the, the natural fluxes that people do around sort of Christmas and 
what have you, but generally maintaining. But this is when you maybe want to diet for a holiday or you're just feeling a little bit uncomfortable and you want to tidy up or you've got something coming up. Then I would track for a little bit just because then you can control it that little bit more. And again, it will just help sort of remind you and reinforce of what is actually in food and just help you from that perspective. So I hope that's been a, it's very, very short one this week, but a bit of an insight, a bit of a short insight as to how you can actually practically move away from tracking. So to sum it up, make sure you're starting at a good position where you are of a body composition that you're happy with. You have a good meal structure timing in place. You're eating regular meals, understand fullness and satiety, and you've got good habits with your food in terms of protein, fiber, fruit and veg, food variety, that sort of thing. You then want to have one day a week where you stick to general guidelines of eating regular eat meals, having your structure to meals, eating protein at every single meal. See what your weight does, how you react mentally and physically. If it's positive, add another track day in. If you're still struggling, stay with the one and just go from there. And then you'll be able to transition to a point where you don't need to track anymore. And the thing is, like I said, it isn't a quick overnight solution. It can take weeks and months, but if it takes longer, in some ways that's good because what it allows you to do is really, really build and ingrain these habits and changes in. So it becomes second nature and that's just how you eat. And before you know it, you'll be eating in a way that means you can maintain your body weight without even having to think about numbers on my fitness pal or tracking. So yeah, it, it might not be a quick fix, but I promise you'll be worth it in the long run. So just to wrap this podcast up, um, I hope that has been helpful and insightful. If you've got any questions about moving away from tracking, um, shoot me a message over on Instagram. And moving away from tracking is something that I am definitely implementing more with a lot of my lifestyle clients who've been with me for a while, who we've managed to reverse their calories up. And they're at a point where they don't really want to track anymore because they just want to make it a part of their lifestyle that doesn't really serve them. I am actually going to be closing my books for coaching in about a week, just so that I can look after everyone that I've got for Christmas and obviously have a bit of a Christmas myself. Um, so I will be having a waiting list open up for January. So I have a couple of slots before, to start before then. So if you are interested in joining up and learning about how you can move away from tracking and make it a lifestyle, or if you are interested in potentially joining the January waiting list, all you need to do is go into the show notes, click the application form, fill out your details, and I'll be in touch about both. <laughs> it's obviously depending on when you fill it out. If you're filling this out down the line, things may be different. But if you're listening to this in the positive day, the present day, that's where we're at. So I hope you've enjoyed it this week. I hope it's been helpful and I will see you on next week's episode.